Show of hands. Who wants to watch an old lady sort of come from getting her neck bit on her nighttime wedding day? This week on King Me, in a small town, evil spreads quickly. This is Salem's Law 2004. King me, mm. King me, mm. baby. Ooh, that theme, that theme song sounding fresh tonight. Yeah, oh, it's yeah. rocking. And every time, and every time the drums go, bah, 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 I know I'm about to be on mic, so I get ready <laughs> and I swallow my food. Oh, King me, baby. <laughs> Welcome to the King me program, the official podcast of King me, the official Stephen King movie podcast, the unofficial podcast of. Uh, of um, the Samsung Galaxy. <laughs> Is that the one that uh, that explodes in people's pockets? I hope so. That's the one I meant. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Blo- uh, it's the blowing up your of... uh, genitals since uh, yeah. 2015. <laughs> Same. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yes. It's the official podcast as well of the nets they use to catch uh, workers who tried jumping out of the Apple building, oh. which I think is a fake story. I, I, I'm not even. When did that happen? You don't remember? There was like a big, a big hoopla. Uh, I'll feel bad if it's real and I'm calling it a hoopla. <laughs> uh, and by the way, listeners, don't call it a hoopla. I've been here for years. <laughs> oh, my God. I know. Um, yeah, no, there was like a story maybe like four or five years ago about, um, there being nets outside the windows of the Apple factory because so many workers were jumping out. This was overseas or this was here? And yeah, no, it was, I think they said it was in China, which sounds fake right off the bat. (laughs) <laughs> Sounds like a lie that someone who doesn't know much about Asia would tell. <laughs> yeah, you know, they have uh, nets to catch all the jumpers. To catch all the Chinese people. Yeah. Is it just... No. I, That's San Francisco in the 1800s. <laughs> I mean, if they know there are nets out there, why would they jump? Unless they're like, I don't know, maybe acrobats of some sort. Oh, okay. Okay. I like where your head's at. Yeah. Um, right? Or... They're fish who are used to being caught. Ah. Mm. Yeah, maybe they're, they're like yeah. dolphin, of, like, just caught in the yeah. net. Bunch of bluefin tuna. Mm. Nom, 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 nom. <laughs> Ooh, that toro, that fatty tuna. <laughs> Ooh. Ooh. Give me some of that fat belly right there. <laughs> I just saw a video of a guy, well, like three guys. Breaking apart a whole tuna that they caught. You ever oh, see something like that? I Yeah, I have seen that. It's pretty impressive. They're so big. I didn't know. Oh, man, they're big. <laughs> <laughs> you said that like you've seen some shit. Uh, I, well, you know, my uncle is a, a big uh, tuna fisherman. So he, mm. like, he'll go out and he'll bring back, like, a couple tuna, cut them up right on the dock and, like... A couple? Oh, yeah. That's so much. It's, Jesus. Yeah, it's, like, too much. Um. You know what? I actually think I knew that because I'm pretty sure I've received tuna from your uncle. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that it sounds like a joke. It's really good. Couldn't be less. <laughs> yeah. It's so fresh. So, so fresh. Yeah. Um, so Guys. shout out to 
Yeah, if you're going to have tuna, it's got to be fresh, baby, from the sea. Okay, let's talk about tuna right now. Yeah, okay. is this is, is, this is talking tuna, right? Uh, this is tuna in. <laughs> All right, folks, tuna in real quick. Gather around, tuna in. All right. Listen to me. <laughs> if uh, if you or your loved ones so much as lift a can of the of the albacore off the shelf, I don't care if it's packed in friggin' olive oil instead of water. Mm. You gotta go <laughs> fresh. You gotta go fresh. Rob, thoughts? No, I mean, listen. If you're one of those, I don't know. What are you like a homeless guy eating tuna out of a can? Mmm. Ugh. Gross. Mmm. Go out to the ocean, fist fight a tuna, hey. defeat it, and then eat it. All right? Hey, here's an even better idea, homeless guy. Get on your boat, <laughs> fill it with gas, drive it to the ocean, right. or get a job on a commercial fishing vessel mm. where you may die in cold water. Ah, but it's it's solid work. And a and a good and an honest way to die. <laughs> an honest and an honest paycheck to go home to your family after you've <laughs> died. <laughs> but okay, so yes, you may die <laughs> on a anybody, fishing vessel. Yeah, does anybody actually make it off of a fishing vessel? <laughs> no, new crew every time. Every time, right? <laughs> they just every single time. The ships just come back. They're just ghost ships. They just come back with nobody on them. <laughs> Full of full tuna, of fish though, full of tuna. <laughs> no, the the tuna pushed them back. They're like, oh, uh. let's go again. <laughs> uh, it's an honorable death being eaten by a tuna. Yeah. Um. But. Yeah. Okay. So that was tuna in. Yeah. Well. And, uh, and this is this is where was Slimer. <laughs> Where was Slimer, you ask? I'll tell you where Slimer was. He's in the friggin' tuna can, because that shit's gross. <laughs> Thoughts? Uh, it It's so gross. I can... I. It's just... Canned the tuna smell? with... Yeah. Ugh. It's cat food. It, it's cat food. But Guys, here's the thing. What? As, uh, as you know, I am a gross old man uh, mm-hmm. who eats egg salad, and... <laughs> And furthermore, I'll eat tuna salad if it's uh, if I know when it's been made. Gross, gross. It doesn't have gross. to be fresh. I just need to know that it's very old. Yeah. yeah. This was where was Slimer? This is. You know what? Right. Mm, I think it's time for shining moments. <laughs> Hit it! Hit it! Daddy! This is shining moments, Rob. What's your yeah. favorite episode of the show so far? <laughs> it's probably uh, Tuna In. I loved Tuna In. Yeah. I really, like, I feel like there's been a lot to love about the episode so far, but there's just, like, something so raw. Yeah. Sashimi grade about our Tuna <laughs> In segment. Uh, and furthermore. I had some, I had some of that tuna tonight actually just Ooh, fresh is this, uh, wait is this tuna tonight <laughs> yeah um it, it is tuna tonight 
I wish I had a drop for tuna tonight. For a sound drop, (laughs) like you uh, were gonna find something. I was gonna. Yeah. Maybe we added. Dreams smell bad to me. (laughs) That's pretty good. Yeah. That's pretty good. That's pretty good. All right, tuna tonight. This is where we talk about our sexiest tuna fantasies. (laughs) Mine. It's a tuna with a brog caught on its head, (laughs) just (laughs) flopping around. Yeah. And and it goes, ooh, and then it dies from being out of the water. Yeah. I want to eat uh, tuna off of a naked me. Oh, <laughs> uh, wow. I've heard of sucking, wanting to suck your own dick, but this is... Uh, <laughs> what am I, Steve Bannon? Temperature. I can't suck my own dick. Uh, I heard he got all of his ribs removed, so he's <laughs> sucking his own dick. Yeah, him and Marilyn Manson. Like, but he went to the same doctor Marilyn Manson went to in the nineties. <laughs> He's there's just like uh, one guy that uh, it's like, yeah, yeah, I'll I'll take your ribs out so you could suck your own dick. That's it's kind of my thing. <laughs> no questions asked. Yeah, <laughs> it's incredibly have- risky, guys, but it's worth it. And here's the thing, I'm not a doctor. So I won't get in trouble. <laughs> oh my god! Uh, that, well, I guess I guess this was tuna tonight, huh? Yeah, yeah, and that'll uh, do it. That's tuna tonight. Yeah, you don't have to find the drop. Yeah, that's, okay. that's fine, guys. I mean, I could do it. What? No, it's okay. Hey, before we get into the movie, I have a fucking idea. Okay. Let's tell them about the Patreon while I turn the light on in the room I'm in. It's very oh. dark in here. Uh, guys, you could donate right now to our Patreon. Uh, go to our Patreon page, donate a uh, dollar, and you'll get a shout-out on the show. That's nice. If you donate $5 or more, you get a shout-out, and every week you'll get uh, access to our bonus podcast, Wall to Wall Carpenter where we've been going through every one of John Carpenter's movies. Uh, right now, we're on Big Trouble in Little China. Ooh. So that's fucking, that's a classic. Talk about a juxtaposition. Yeah. I love to talk about a juxtaposition. <laughs> um, should we, yeah, so a dollar gets you a shout out. Should we give them an idea of what that might sound like? Yeah. You want to? Okay. <laughs> you okay, want to do a shout? Um, yeah, let's see. Uh, actually, can we you know, shout out? You know what? I actually, I have, um, I'm glad you reminded me, Dan. I have two people to shout out because they pledged $5 or more oh, on our noobs? Patreon. We got noobs. Nice. I would like, we would like to thank Jason Anderson. Mm-hmm. And, and we would like to thank Angela Elliott. Now, wasn't that great? Didn't you like the way that sounded? Don't you wish that was you? Yeah, that could have been your name that I just said. (laughs) Wow, I don't think I know either of those people. Yeah, I know uh, Jason. He he listens to um, introducing, and uh, we we've talked with him over there. He's made some uh, pretty pretty great suggestions for doing for episodes. Um, Angela, I am. I, I don't know, but I really appreciate it. So thank you, Jason. Yeah, so and thank far, you, Angela. 
Yeah, so far, Angela is by far the most valuable donor. Yeah. Uh, if everyone but Angela left, I'd appreciate it. <laughs> uh, Angela, Jason, thank you both very much. Yeah, don't listen to Dan <laughs> when he says that. Yes, but do listen uh do listen to Rob when he says uh give us give us money for give, us to talk give, at you. Give, give us money. Hey. This is a shakedown. <laughs> that uh Hey. I don't know who give that me guy was. Money. He's a shy shy uh bandit. <laughs> the shy the shy bandit. Hey. This is a shakedown. Don't make me reach in your pockets. Gross. I <laughs> Gross. Yeah. That's a horrible character. Uh. Sounds real fucky. <laughs> also, if you would, um, if you don't want to give us money, but you do want to support the show, you can always go on iTunes and leave <gasps> us a review. Oh, that'd be so nice. It's so nice when we get them. Um, what you do, you give us five stars. That's great. You leave us a little review. That's even better. Uh, for whatever reason, the way the iTunes store works, uh, reviews count more than just ratings. Yeah. So that helps even more uh, to help new people find the show. And uh, and that's great when they do. <laughs> this is compelling. This is compelling. Do you want to talk about the movie yet or no? Uh I guess. Yeah, let's talk about it. <laughs> Great. I'm not trying to be difficult. <laughs> That's it. End of thought. Um Yeah, so guys, we're we're talking about Salem's Lot from 2004. Um Salem's Lot you, 2004. You yeah, you may know that we've uh we've already talked about the original Salem's Lot. It was episode 2. Way back wow. when. You're going to have to dig deep through the archives if you want to find episode 2. Good yeah. luck to you. Yeah. I would um, I would say if you want to know more about the first Salem's Lot, don't listen to episode 2. Just look it up. Those early episodes. We talked about it on our uh Christine episode of Wall to Wall Carpenter, uh which is a uh uh, uh what do you call it? A commentary track for Commentary track, the, thank you. Yeah, it's a commentary track for the Christine episode of King Me. Um it's a bit of insanity. Um it's virtual insanity. Oh such a good song. Oh yeah. Yeah, that was uh that was a weird time. And if you give us your money, you can listen to it right now. Yeah. I think we sh- should we maybe release that one into the King Me feed since it's a crossover app. Might be a good jumping <laughs> on point for people, even though it's nothing like the rest of the episodes. Yeah, it's nothing like the rest of the episodes and it's if anything, it's off-putting. <laughs> <laughs> well, okay, so hear me out. I think there's a certain value to promising that none of the other episodes will be like that. I would do anything to guarantee that I'd never have to hear something like that again. <laughs> Even if it meant giving two guys $5. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's, it's almost like a hostage situation that we got going on here. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, you know, you were sticking it to homeless people earlier. 
Sure. We're asking people for five dollars. <laughs> so uh, yeah. So guys, the the shoe with the big toe sticking out is on the other foot now, isn't it? <laughs> now the little toe is hanging out. Oh, but out of a big hole. Um. <laughs> uh, all right. Salem's Lot from Salem's Lot from two thousand four, directed by some fucking schmuck. I don't know. Yeah, some TV director schmuck. No, it's uh, Michael Solomon. Um, That's fun. Written, written by uh, the teleplay by Peter Philandy. Phil, nope, Philardy. Philardy. Philangy? Um, do you remember that from Friends? Philangy. Oh, Philangy. No. <laughs> um, very starring. Funny. Starring the very handsome Rob Lowe. Uh, the very handsome Andre Brower, the very handsome Donald Sutherland, the More very like the handsome very Santa, <laughs> the very Santa Donald the Sutherland, very Santa, um, the very handsome uh, Samantha Mathis, uh, fucking uh, King alum and uh, known crazy person James Cromwell. <laughs> Oh man, yeah. Oh yeah. Do you know, I thought you were you, gonna say Robert. Wait, what were you gonna say? Were you gonna uh, elaborate on his craziness? Yeah. Do you know about his deal? Um. He's a uh, he's an animal rights guy. He's uh uh he went to just last week. He uh, trespassed in Sea World and was protesting uh, at the uh, killer whale exhibit. Um, oh. He, he was wearing a T-shirt that said "SeaWorld sucks." Strong words, Cromwell. And and whoever saw him was so starstruck by a character actor that they yeah. just let him in anyway. Like, hey, weren't you in the Green Mile? I'm like, yeah, I was. Oh, <laughs> uh, Rucker Hauer is in this. Uh, <laughs> he spent like four days working on this movie. <laughs> Tops. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, Rucker he's Howard, a crazy person too, right? He is. Uh, from what I understand, he's very difficult. Um, yes. You know, whether or not that's true, you know, people say that about a lot of other people, but uh, I don't know. He was, Clooney. I thought he was great in Blade Runner, right? And uh, I don't know. He doesn't really, you don't really see him pop up in any like huge, huge movies. Too often, which is right. a sign. <laughs> it's the it's, it's telling. a Malcolm McDowell situation. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, Limited skill set and just not a great actor to begin with. Uh, who else? That's. I mean, I think those are the big names. That's sufficient. Right? The only other person I'd like to touch on is Robert Mamone because uh, I like his name. But I like it as Bobby Mamone. <laughs> hey, Bobby hey. Mamone. Oh, wait. Oh, John Travolta's here? Hey, a Bobby Mamone. No, you're John Travolta. Come on. <laughs> no, it's me. Just call me Mamone. Oh, my God. Here I was thinking it was John Travolta. And in fact, it's Bobby Mamone. How are you, Bobby? <laughs> Ah, I'm good. 
I good? <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. For for the listener, um, he got hit on the head with a brick so hard that the brick is sort of nested into the top of his head. So the fact that he's saying anything is incredible. We uh, Bobby we Mamone. Yeah, see, he's starting over because he doesn't remember from a few seconds ago. Uh, all right. Thanks, Bobby. Appreciate it. He should say goodbye. <laughs> Bye, Bobby. <laughs> I thought he was just going to say Bobby. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> so Bobby's in it. Yeah. But he's not in this episode. No. Um, yeah. <laughs> So, okay. Uh, yeah, let's get into it. Okay, this, let's fucking do it. Uh, this, uh, it's one of those uh, bookend movies. Yeah. Is this, uh, is this our segment, A Couple of Stevos? <laughs> <laughs> and welcome to A Couple of Stevos. Yeah, I, I wish I... Hold on. Let me see if I can... That, just that... Wow, wow, Just that, like, twangy guitar kind of thing. Oh, man. Isn't that, like, the Minutemen or something? Is it? It might be. I don't know. They did. They did a theme song for something. I can't remember what. Oh, uh, um. I think uh, they did. Uh, hey guys, uh, uh, I take care uh, of animals now. Uh, I stapled my balls to my leg. <laughs> I love to talk about it on stage. That's my. Uh, Who was saying that that was his closer? <laughs> Stapling his balls. A- yeah, it was on a, a podcast. Someone said they saw him do stand up, and uh, he tells he talks about stapling his balls. And someone joked <laughs> that that was his closer. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, yeah, Sta- big stapling of- his balls to the the stool, <laughs> just like. <laughs> uh, what else is going on? Uh, what else is in the paper? <laughs> um, Steve-O doing crowd work. Yeah. Hey buddy, what do uh, you do? Yeah, do you want to do you want to kick me in the face with a knife tied to your shoe? <laughs> do you want to cut my fucking head off, please? Do you want to shit into my mouth? It'll be a total prank. <laughs> yeah, that's what pranks are. It's a total prank. It's you got to admit. Prank. Yeah. Um I guys, I I fucking breezed right over it. Rob Lowe is also a fucking king alum. Dadoy. Hey. He was in the you stand. Must feel so fucking stupid cuz I never forgot. He was that handsome uh mute boy. Uh, uh and honestly, Rob Lowe should be seen and not heard. <laughs> yeah. That way. And uh also the kid who plays uh Mark Petrie, uh Dan mm-hmm. Bird. He's also a King alum. He was in Firestarter 2. Oh, yeah. yeah. Yeah, he was. He uh He's at the point in his career in this movie where his voice is too old for his boyish face. That's right. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, well, uh, sh- uh, shout out to Dan. Shout out to Rob. Uh, whoa. <laughs> I did not mean for that to happen. Oh, that's me. I, I was talking about Bird and Low, not Gagliardi oh. and uh, Gagliardi's friend. That's us. Hey. Yeah. Lake Frankenstein. Shout out to us. Monster. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You know what? I, we're so busy giving shout outs to other people in this life, this yeah. rat race, that sometimes we forget to shout ourselves out. Yeah. 
You know what you um, do? You get a bath bomb. You run. You draw a bath, and uh, you give yourself a little shout out in the tub. Yeah. All right. We're a half an hour into this episode, and we have not talked about the movie at all. Uh, uh, that's fine. I didn't like it. I, I should. This hey, movie is better this? than the original. There, I said it. It is, but I'm gonna I'm gonna put a motion on the floor right now. Okay. Uh, I shouldn't have to talk about the movies I don't like. <laughs> All in favor, say aye. Nay. All opposed. Nay. 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 For sure, nay. Yeah. yeah. I don't know what I was thinking. I had some time to think about it during the uh, in favor vote. Yeah. And I realized that I was way out of line. Mm. It is better than the original, though. I agree. Yeah. This movie starts with Rob Lowe uh, tackling James Cromwell out a window. (laughs) And they both end up in the hospital and it's like, wait, what? Setting the bar pretty high, me thinks. How do you sustain yeah. that for nine hours or however long this was? Oh, man. It yeah. was long, right? Yeah, this was three hours. The original is three hours also, but I feel like this moved faster. Here's what this one is lacking that the first one had in space. Okay. A guy who's <laughs> just about finished packing, putting a fan into his entirely full car... Well, yeah. full save for one space the exact size of a fan. <laughs> yeah, everything it's also is missing. It's like a a puzzle piece that's missing, and it's a yeah. it's in the shape of a oscillating desk fan. <laughs> uh, it's also missing a guy popping out from behind a changing screen and slugging a guy in the face, and then that being it. Yeah, I think besides those two things, this movie has all of the same things. Right. I I agree. Yeah, no. It goes into it it's exactly it's it has same, more detail. In more detail, yeah. Which is yeah. weird because it's the same runtime, like you said. Yeah. But, well that was one of the things that I remember about the original was that for the first what seems like two hours, it drags on forever. That even there's when it like quote unquote picks up though, it's still unbearable. Yeah, even when it picks up it's still very very slow but that first like two hours is just like it's meandering like people are slowly becoming vampires in the town but they never have right we talked about to show the the vampires well i yeah and i was thinking about this because there's like right so there's the um there's the scene in the kitchen uh which is the same in both that's sort of like a a very important scene there's also the shot of the little boy vampire flying outside the window asking to be yep. let in to his friend's room. Yep. And, like, all I could think with that was, like, oh, wow, this looks about the same. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, Little yeah. boy vampire technology had not really advanced. Not <laughs> in, like it has since. In that since. 30 years, sure. Yeah. Oh, we're um, so far ahead with our little boy technology right now, though. Our LBT? Yeah, we're right on the cusp of something. <laughs> of 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 little boys almost being human. <laughs> yeah. Like that that Spielberg movie AI. Oh yeah. Was that movie good or bad? 
I don't know. I think it was bad when it came out, but I think it's good now. <laughs> I think oh, that's what wow. people would say. So about it was it. like it. It was objectively bad. Now it's objectively good. Yes. Okay. So it's not I, I the think... world moving and changing around it. It's <laughs> it's the movie itself. Yeah, the movie got it got good. <laughs> yeah, it's like a house settling into its foundation. Right. Um, I would like to uh, address two things real quick. There's a dog in this movie named Cujo. Yeah, that uh, felt weird. And um, at one point, they're in a bar. Our main characters, yeah. Rob Lowe and whatnot, and some guy is singing karaoke, and he's singing "Stand by Me." Um, yes, like the movie "Stand Another. by Me." <laughs> like, why? Why take the time? Shout it's just out. fun shout outs. I guess, but like shout out the friggin' night flyer or something. Lord knows it needs <laughs> it. Yeah. Also, Donald Sutherland is Kiefer Sutherland's father, who was uh, Kiefer Sutherland was in Stand By Me. And Lost Boys, which is a vampire movie. Oh. And also, uh, not only is Donald Sutherland Kiefer Sutherland's dad, he's also Santa Claus now. Yeah, he looks exactly. He's got a big old Santa beard. He does. And it doesn't help that he says, ho, 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 very much. Yeah. Okay. I got to come clean. I lied. About what? I'm so, about the ho, ho, ho. He never says it in this movie. He doesn't say it one time. Uh, so Rob Lowe is an author, like all of Stephen King's characters. He comes back. <laughs> all of All of his characters. Every one Not, of them. Yeah, every single fucking one of them. Right. Everyone in Shawshank. Yeah. Yeah, got it. <laughs> um, he comes he back, comes to, back to, to his hometown of Jerusalem's Lot, mm-hmm. which immediately made me think of Salem's Lot Part 2. Um, yeah. You know what? I was reminded of Salem's Lot Part 2. One with the night wedding scene Mm. and two with the going from I couldn't remember if this was in the first one, but when they just go around killing all the vampires during the day. Yeah. While they're asleep. Yep. Are you making fun of our town? I said, are you making fun of our town? Oh, man. I want to revisit that movie. I think just for myself. Yeah, we'll probably uh, maybe we'll do that again. We'll go back. A vacation episode? <laughs> yeah. Where we just go yeah. back and rewatch uh, Salem's Lot 2 because it was so fucking good. I'm fucked up. I'm fucked up. Oh, God. That kid who's wearing like white pants the first time you see him. Yeah. Yeah. Little fashion boy. <laughs> um, yeah. So. No fashion boys in this movie, though. No fashion boys. Um,. But this is like, it's one of those movies, it's town full of townies, you know? Um, Mm -hmm. Wait a second. What's that? A town full of townies. Does that mean? Yeah, I think so. I think it's time for Shining Moments. Here comes Big Bad Bear. I wonder how much they'd pay for it up to college. Rod, booze, baseball. That's just about the finest smell in the world. Except maybe for pussy. They don't cotton the outsiders, and they probably won't have a phone there either. Looney, looney, looney. What is it that you want, Ernie? I want some rain, though. 
That last town report said you were in arrears in your taxes, Andy. They're not retarded. They're disturbed. Guess I'll never be lucky. Hell, I ain't married anyone. Daisy man. Let's make us a baby doggy style. Or do it for money. She got money. She's young. She does it because she likes it. Photographs of teddy bears. Lying in coffins. <laughs> the sweet children of Gatlin have chained the door. Bingo? Great. Just like the one I used to have in high school before I was a bum. But I got the cancer and she got the change, so ain't neither of us all that fun to live with. Soaks up that cat piss real good. Welcome Did to you Tommy pad Pilfer. out the middle of that? No. Why? God, it feels longer than ever. Yeah, it just, you know, it's, it's constantly, uh, you know, evolving and growing and um, it's like a living thing now. It's Townie Profile, baby. It's uh, it's Townie Profile, baby. I th- I think is yeah. what is it, so what it I, is. I think the rest of this this uh, episode here has to be done in Townie Profile because everybody's a fucking townie. Um, That's right. A lot yeah. of uh, and like main townies too. So a lot of people calling each other like Mister. Yeah, know, that's weird. Like uh, Mister last name. Ah, Mister Balo up there. Up the up yonder way, yeah. Uh, well, Mister Mears, I didn't appreciate you uh, getting those three U.S. Navy SEALs court-martialed, Mister Mears. Yeah. See, uh, so this movie, it's it generally the same uh, overall story as the original, right? I I would say that like the original is sort of uh, like a skeleton. Like it's the fra- ah! the framework. Oh, oh I know. God, Ske- uh, that was really scary. That's a skeleton. Oh, uh, oh boy. Um, go on. Where where this one? I don't know. There's, I don't know. It it seems like I, again we, I've never read the book. We don't read the books here. Come on, folks. But it does who, seem who told like you we read the books. <laughs> it does seem like that. Uh, this is more. This is closer to the book. Like there, there's a voiceover that Rob Lowe does. Um, some of the <laughs> yeah. dialogue here just sounds like it's it's written. You know. Yeah, yeah. Uh, sort of. I don't know. People are very turn of phrasey. In yeah. The way that Stephen King characters are. Um, there's also like little things that like I don't know if they're you know you call them like character uh traits and whatever that get touched on but never really addressed so that's probably like uh, they probably go into it deeper in the book but we're not going to do it here it's just like a little thing if you've read it kind of a whatever yeah like the way that real estate guy yeah 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 now here's the thing though yeah ways in which it's different from the book sure i imagine Mm -hmm. uh the fact that Rob Lowe's character wrote an expose about um, war crimes during the Iraq war. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> Man. Yeah. What a weird way to like try to set this in the present. You know what? It's weird. It's actually it is in the original book. <laughs> oh, my God. Stephen King predicted 9-11. Yeah. He pre- yeah. Like he, he in the book, he doesn't explicitly say anything about 9-11. 
he just sort of goes into the aftermath of 9-11. Like he knows that once that happens, we're going to invade Iraq, um, you know, without any sort of like just cause or anything like that. And then, mm-hmm. uh, you know. Well, it, agree to disagree. Sure, sure, sure. Just sure. kidding. Just kidding. No, this has been right turns. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. What? Who else do we have here? Who? Some of the town folk. Um, there's the doctor, the fuck doctor. Yeah. There's a there's a doctor played by uh, Bobby Momoa. Hey, Bobby. Uh, or not Momoa. That Jason Momoa is uh, Aquaman. Uh, Bobby Mamone. Bobby Mamone is uh, is Doctor Fuck. Um, <laughs> and he uh, is, that is not his character name. His name is Doctor James Cody. <laughs> Doctor Doctor Fuck. <laughs> hey, I'm Doctor Cody, yeah. but you could call me Doctor Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Doctor Cody, but you can call me um, Doctor Fuck. <laughs> Um, and his, we, he's a doctor in the hospital and a woman comes in with her baby, the baby's sick. And, uh, she's sort of, she's like, I don't know. She's like flirting with the doctor and stuff. And then what eventually happens is, uh, they end up hooking up and sleeping together. And before they do sleep together though. When she's flirting with him, uh-huh. uh, there's there's a shot of her buttoning her shirt up after her baby just got done feeding, sure. and him staring lustily at her nursing boobs. at those uh, those feed bags right there, those, those chewed up nips. <laughs> Look, I'm not saying I'm not criticizing. I'm just saying it's not a sexy situation, <laughs> and he's a doctor, right? Like. like uh, if uh, anyone's not going to be turned on by that, it's a doctor. Yeah, it's a, the guy. It's clinical, man, and not for nothing. But a, yeah, I don't know. There's probably like some milk that's like leaking out onto the shirt and stuff. You know what I mean? Like it's just oh, absolutely. Yeah, it's not, and it's again, not a you know, these are our bodies. Thing. This is this is natural. Yeah, it's just you don't see a little milk come out, and you go, oh god, a little milk's about to come out. <laughs> a little milk's penis. about to come out of me. <laughs> my, my my penis. How yeah, my, my penis? <laughs> <laughs> I'm Doctor uh, Fuck, and my penis. Oh, I was, <laughs> I was doing like an Italian guy. Oh, I thought you were doing penis. like a Borat thing. <laughs> no, I was doing. Oh, my penis. Oh, I'm up. Oh, my penis. This is gonna cost us everything <sighs> we have. <laughs> <laughs> this is our downfall. <laughs> My um penis way slowed down. <laughs> um all right, who else is here? Uh you have the bus driver who's like a Vietnam veteran or um mm. keeps keeps like pictures of the war in the glove compartment of the school bus. Um uh, you have You know uh, what? That's that, weird, though. It's, yeah, it's weird. <laughs> I mean, it's weird, one, to do. <laughs> sure. But two, also, like, I don't know, to have a Vietnam vet character who's not, like, at all traumatized by his experience. He wants yeah. to keep reliving it while he's driving kids to school. Hey, you know what I didn't appreciate? Uh, he's a Vietnam mm-hmm. vet, and he's got both of his legs. 
All right, I need both hey. of those legs taken off. <laughs> Get rid of them. Yeah. Get rid of them. Lieutenant Dave. <laughs> Lieutenant everyone. To be fair, how's he going to drive the bus? Okay. That's true. Maybe. Oh, I know how. A veteran with no arms works the pedals. <laughs> <laughs> Don't give me that. That's bad. That's mean. That's <laughs> mean. Um, all right. So let's start. The kids. Um, you have the main character kid, Mark uh, Petrie, who's kind of like a. He's kind of an asshole here. He's kind of a little shit, you know? Yeah. In the original movie, he's just like. He's this kid who's obsessed with like monster movies and uh, he has like little magic mo- tricks, right? Is that magic? Yep. Does the magic trick and his dad's like, get the fuck away from me. Yeah. He's a, he's a little, uh, little Copperfield, this guy. Um, <laughs> hey, hey, dad. Hey, dad. Come here. I'm going to make the Statue of Liberty disappear. Watch. Uh, okay. I'm trying to watch um, <laughs> wrestling. Perhaps wrestling. Not now. The TV's off. <laughs> He's just sitting there staring at it. Yeah. Um, you have the uh, the Glick boys also. Who in the original? Those are that. That was a kid who was floating outside the window, and uh, mm-hmm. they do some of that floating here too. Uh, we all float down here, right? Uh, that's right. That's right. Uh, what did you think of that hey, scene? Did you see that? Yep. Oh, go ahead. I no. was gonna ask you about the the new It trailer. I did see the new it trailer. Um, I'm all in. Yeah, it honestly, it looks so much better than the Dark Tower. Yeah, I could. I'm like, I am excited for the Dark Tower on principle. Sure. But I don't think I'm gonna have fun watching that. Yeah. Um, so what? What do I think of what though? What? Uh, what did you think of that scene where the kids? Um, they go. They're going to look for the the bus drivers' like war pictures, and uh, they're about to get caught. So they run off into the woods, and then like one of the kids gets caught by uh, what we find out later is one of the vampires, right? And they, mm-hmm. he just like cracks a hole in the ice and just drops him into the icy water. <laughs> yeah, and just drowns him, and then like and what did I th- follows him down the 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 water a little bit and then breaks the ice again and pulls him out. Just a little frozen drowned dead boy. Did he kill him all the way? He killed him all the way. Oh, I I wonder why he did that. I don't know. He's a vampire. The kid turns into a vampire, so I don't know. Yeah. I thought, yeah, I kind of expected like he was going to bring him to the brink of death and then, you know, pull the old bait and switch. I can keep you alive forever, my man. Yeah. You know what I liked about this movie, though? I like that. I don't know. We do get a decent amount of like backstory and character development from these people where mm. like, I don't know. You know that the vampires are eventually going to take over the town, essentially. Right. They're they're going to take over most of the town. Um so like, but even so, like when these people start becoming vampires and stuff, you're kind of like, that's weird. We know so much about this guy. And now all of that is sort of like thrown to the wind because he's a vampire now, you know? Right. Like the, yeah. there's the one Which, guy who's like, 
who used to date uh, Samantha Mathis. And he's like trying to get back with her and stuff. And he, he he's like the head of sanitation in the town or whatever. And he like drives yeah. the truck and he's got like an assistant friend. And, um, you know, he's not like there's a, a guy in town who's like kind of slow, we'll say. And mm-hmm. uh, he works for the sanitation department, too. And uh, I don't know. You get to know like all the, this like little group of guys and then they like all become vampires. Um, yeah. Well, that's what I mean. That's what makes this whole idea work like you know the town's going away so how do you create any sense of emotion <laughs> emotional connection from the audience right and that's I, yeah. I don't know i i thought that they did a really good job of i don't know just establishing everybody that like all of yeah. these it's like i said it's town full of townies we're in townie profile right now and uh you know all of these people, they have their own little little storylines that are happening. Um, I don't know. I, I, I just like that. I like that when once they do turn into vampires, you're kind of like, huh, that's... I kind of liked that one guy. And now, yeah. you know. I do think in general it's a disservice to adapt a Stephen King thing and not retain those those like characters like the way yeah, they're written absolutely he he like one of his strengths is just going to great lengths to flesh characters into people and just like sell you on the idea that this is a person granted he also loves to give people catchphrases yeah uh but what can you do right <laughs> sure so <laughs> um i mean I guess real people have a cat have catchphrases. I have a catchphrase. I guess. What's your catchphrase? Yeah. My catchphrase is I ain't mad. <laughs> so if someone says like uh I'm so sorry for your loss, I say I ain't mad. And, <laughs> and that's it. And we're going to be adding that to the soundboard also. You want you want to get one clean? Yeah, do a clean one. I ain't mad. Perfect. How's that? Yeah, yeah, that was good. You want one more just for your coverage? Yeah, you want to do uh need- You want to do like a different uh you know, like a an alt? Can you give me an alt? Yeah. <clears throat> I ain't mad. Buddy. Perfect. This okay. Is, this is good. It's just, <laughs> just you want to have options, I think. Mm-hmm. Yeah, now we have two options. Right. Um, who else is in this town? You have uh, Andre, uh, what's his name? Andre Brower. Brower. That's right. Um, all, he's playing, uh, playing a gay man. Another gay fellow. Yeah. 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 He plays Matt hey. Burke, who, <laughs> in the beginning of this, when uh, Rob Lowe was doing the voiceover about... Uh, Matt Burke here. Um, he was a, he's a teacher from the school and um, he's, what do they call it? Um, when like everybody knows that he's gay, but they just like, it's like a don't ask, don't tell kind of thing. Um, yeah. It's like a confirmed like bachelor. Secret. I think it's called. Oh yeah. Yeah. Right. <laughs> That's exactly what it's called. <laughs> I'm a confirmed bachelor, which is it's so it's so old timey. <laughs> oh my god. It's so 
It's so cowardly. Yeah, it's like it's the whole town just being like, well, we uh, we don't accept the fact that you're gay, um, but we kind of know and uh, don't do it in front of us. All right, great. We don't accept that you're gay, but we really like you. So we've come up with this term to make <laughs> yeah. us feel better. Right. Instead of just working through this with you. Yeah. If you could never so, uh, kiss or hold hands with man, that'd be good. And we'll just call you a bachelor. You're just this. How's that? That's fun. Yeah. That's fun. You're just a guy who's on the prowl all the time for puss. Yeah. Except not. Except not for puss. But. We all know that, but we're also going to forget it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's and that's been a fun little recap of homophobia. Yeah. So uh, Rob Lowe and um, Andre Brower, they you know they're like friends and stuff. And throughout the movie, they're like they're sort of they they start discovering all this stuff kind of together. Um, the vampires and the whatnot. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, what'd you uh, what'd you make of that? What'd you think of their relationship? It's kind of nice. Um, good friends. Kind of nice. Yeah, I like that. It started off a bit contentious. Yeah, uh, and we worked through that. Like that's the shit you need. You can't just have people popping out from behind changing screens and punching you once and leaving. Right. Got to have some movement. You know. Ugh. There's also. There's that woman who runs the, uh, I don't know, call it a B and B, but something. It's like a, a little hotel house kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, Wait, which she, one is she? She's the one that you made reference to in your intro. The one who almost comes. Oh uh, yeah, the old lady. Okay. That old lady having a big old orgasm. A nice time. A big gushy nice time. Right. Uh, that <laughs> is another thing. The guy who is, um, uh, slow. Yeah. Um, I believe the term we use on this show is simple. Simple. Uh, yes. Cause, cause they're too degrading a caricature to be, uh, uh, what's the word to use even respectful language feels insulting. Sure. That makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> no, it doesn't. <laughs> Come on, but come on now. That character, I thought that character was, he looked kind of like Stephen King. And if this movie was set like, if this movie was made 30 years earlier, 25 years earlier, I think that character would have been played by Stephen King. Rob, He's like, this movie was made 30 years earlier. Well, not not <laughs> that movie. I'm talking this about production. this movie. Okay. All right. Come okay. on. No, nah, I got you. No, nah, I feel you. I'm just having a bit of fun. Oh. No, no, no. I'm just I'm just messing around. You're always you're always messing around. Mm-hmm. I am the man that Ray Charles wardened you about. <laughs> Everybody's doing My I gosh. am the one who messes around. <laughs> I am the one who does the mess around. <laughs> Skylar. <laughs> uh, bold avoiding the Jesse. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I feel like with Skylar, though, it's more like, Skylar, listen to me. 
it's yeah it's like it's lower and it's controlled I need, to, yeah, I need you to do exactly what i tell you to when i tell you to do it and she's like no okay <laughs> uh uh um what's going on <laughs> hey uh i don't know what made me think of this but do you mind if i do a quick sidebar sure when I was walking my dog this morning at six yeah. in the morning, because he woke me up. Uh-huh. Uh huh. So the way the way the apartment complex I live in is set up, it's like there's you know just sections of grass in front of each apartment with like walkways dividing them. Mm-hmm. Uh, on a couple of these, there are dispensers with plastic bags to pick up dog shit, which is very it's a nice touch. Um. Mm. I walk my dog, Bert, uh, over by these so that I don't have to go get one and then remember where he shit. Smart. Yeah. And also, because of that, this is now just where he likes to go to the bathroom. Uh-huh. So I was standing out there. He was being naughty. He was just sort of pulling me around the square. And this <laughs> woman this woman comes out of her apartment right right by where I'm standing and goes, uh-huh. so what are you just kind of wandering around here? I was like, yeah, I'm trying to get him to go to the bathroom. And she's like, no, you're not. You're doing this on purpose. You keep walking past my apartment. I'm like, yeah, cause I'm trying to get my dog to take a shit. And I live <laughs> right over here. And she's like, you're trying to scare my dog. That's it. What? Were you trying to scare her dog? Very much so. I was wearing a scream mask. Oh, my. I know. I'm sorry. I should have given you a warning. Yeah. Fucking spoiler warning. Please. Because it's like a ghost's face. That's what's so scary about it. I know what's so scary. He's a ghost-faced killer. Oh, God. It's too scary. Ghosts are scary. Ghost murderers are scary. Ghost face killer, scary. That's crazy that a woman accused me of trying to scare her dog. Yeah, I mean, six in the morning or six thirty. Yeah, Yeah. that's that's no time to be scaring dogs. Um, I've just also what (laughs) what's the end game there? Like, you scare the dog, and then what? Then what happens? (laughs) And I laugh and laugh all the way to the bank. Yeah, lady, fucking go back in your house, all right? Jesus Christ. Hey, lady, do you think I'm some sort of Monsters, Inc. for dogs? Do you think (laughs) I can use your dog's screams to power my city? Absolutely not. Absolutely (laughs) not. I'm not trying to scare your dog, lady. I'm trying to scare you. (laughs) Ah, ah. No. Mm -hmm. Uh, If she ever does that again, I might. I don't know. I don't know what I'll do. There's no telling, man. I'm crazy. Oh, jeez. And I certainly don't want it on a recording. I'm not going to do anything. I'm a coward. Look at me. Uh, Dan, what um what you're going to you're not going to you're not going to do anything crazy, are you? I don't are you know, Dan? man. I don't know. A man can only take so much, you know. A man can only take so much before he does something. Uh, I'll say I'll say this is a nice dog you got here. It would be a shame if something were to scare it. 
No. Jeez. Oh, I'll just start scaring her dog. I don't care. I'll. Oh, God. Yeah. Yeah. She's what done. Of, what, what kind of dog is it? It's small. My dog would make would make a meal of it. Oh, jeez. Yeah. Oh, jeez, Dan. Mm-hmm. Ah. That's right. I'm going to I'm going to teach my pit bull to be a fighting dog to scare this one dog. <laughs> yeah, you you just start a fucking dog fighting ring. This is how most people get there. into dog fighting. <laughs> it's one fucking one fussy nosy neighbor and that, and that's all downhill. I'm going to if I ever see her again, I'll say, "Lady, if you keep this up, I'll be forced to start a dog fighting ring. <laughs> and maybe then she'll yeah. finally get the message. Yeah, it's your fault, lady. I'd hate for something bad to happen. Would be In the if- octagon. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what's a what's the name of a uh, a a UFC fighter? Do they have names? <laughs> do they even bother naming them or do they go through them too quickly? <laughs> yeah, they destroy them so fast. <laughs> uh, they're single uh, they're, use people. Yeah, they're like uh it's like T bone and uh uh fist there is steak a, there, and, there uh, is a man who's dead now named Kimbo Slice. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's an insane name. But he also made his mark he got into UFC because he got famous from like putting bum fights on YouTube. Like, yeah, he was he would just like fight drunk people. Yeah, I think he was uh he was like a bodyguard for a uh like a porn production company in the Miami area. Those are and, the scariest kinds of bodyguards. Yeah, and and he was also he was backyard fighting people. Um, some of them were just drunk folk. Uh, it did. It wasn't like. It's not good. None of it is good. I'm not gonna say that. I think it's like slightly better than bum fights because bum fights <laughs> is just like an exploitation of the whole uh, situation. Yeah. Uh, these guys are like they're fighting for money for themselves. You know, if that's like a thing, uh, you know, it's like whatever. Um, but that is how he got his start was fighting people in like backyards. He seems um, like he must have been a really cool guy. <laughs> yeah. Um, who else is a fucking UFC guy? Uh, <laughs> we're so Craig, we're about uh, an hour in. <laughs> Craig Tender Tender Loin Tenderfoot. Uh, Chuck Liddell. Ted, he's Ch- one. Ten, Ted N- Nimsky. <laughs> um, Klaus uh, Vandervoort. Uh, sh- uh, 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 Gunter, uh, Gu- Gustav. <laughs> Gunter Gustav is hands down my favorite welterweight. Uh, Walter Waite, the welterweight champion. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, you know, you know which one of the fighters that I really love? Who's that? Uh, Peony. Uh, de Soledad. <laughs> Peony? Yeah. De Soledad. Yeah, like a little, like a little piano. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Tiny piano. A piano. Look at it. A pi- Look little, at it. Little, 
Ugh. It's got six keys. It's not even a phylactiv. Uh, Dan, what did you think of that part in the movie? Which movie? Salem's Lot, 2004. Mm-hmm. Okay. When Rob Lowe is in the jail cell and the guy in the jail cell next to him crawls through the vent to try and get at him. Yeah. Did he have a... Was his face warping the whole time? Yeah. Was, I mean, it was like... It was a bad special effect. Oh, okay. Uh, I couldn't tell if it was deliberate or not. If he was a warp boy. No. Mm. Uh, I couldn't tell if he... Uh, if he was... If he was like... Uh, the band Paramore. On the Warp Tour? Yeah. 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 <laughs> Thank you for following me into the dark. <laughs> Anytime. <laughs> Every time. Uh, yeah. It was kind of like... Um, it was like that X Files uh, episode. That guy Tombs. Tombs. The, yeah. Hey, the he's a creepy. King alum. Uh, yeah, he's a king alum. He was a uh, poisy in yeah. uh, in Green Mile and uh, in real life creepo. Yes. <laughs> real I life. Like, I want to marry this seventeen year old so I can fuck her. Fucking, oh, Doug, you did not need to say the last part. <laughs> we did I not. I wanted to, were. though. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we know. Yeah. We know. <laughs> so, uh, what did I think of that? I don't know. I thought it was. I don't know. Like, I, I could see eff- that being very scary in the book. Yeah, I think the the effect is obviously like cheesy and, you know, it doesn't really work. Right. Yeah. Uh, I like the idea of it, though. Same. And the fact that, yeah. like, like the idea that he's like the, the vent, the shaft is like, it's very small. It doesn't fit a human body. So he's got to break like all of his bones to, to like wiggle into it. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the fact that like he's, they find him the next day and he's like ripped out his wrists um, to try and drink his own blood. Um, and that's how he died. That's uh, pretty fucked up. It's super fucked up. Yeah. Yeah. No, that's a nice little detail. And that's like. That's the benefit of this A being made in 2004 and B being much closer to the source material, presumably. Please, we get so much fan mail that's just copies of these books because people think we want to read them. We just don't know where to find them. That is not the case. We do not talk about the books. Yeah. Anyway. Um, Um, Yeah, so. Donald Sutherland plays uh, Richard Straker, who in the original we movie, are just finding out who Donald Sutherland plays. I know, <laughs> um, it, it's the James Mason character in the original movie. He's like, he's the familiar or whatever. Uh, he's the guy who sets everything up for you know the vampire. He's like his right hand man, basically. Yes, um, he's his. Uh, What's his name in Dracula? Like the actual Dracula. Uh, like a like a Renfield? There we go. Thank you. I almost said Renfro, but I knew that wasn't right. <laughs> yeah, Brad Renfro, King Alum. <laughs> uh I believe in the book or in the original Dracula his name is T or Z Type B. <laughs> Z Type B. Shout out oh, to man. Zachary Ty Bryan. Friend Got of the his show. dick shot off to death. <laughs> By a harpoon gun. By a harpoon gun, yeah. Oh, stays funny over time. Yeah, the best death that we've seen ever. 
Rest in peace, C-Type B. Yeah. So, um, yeah. I don't. One of the other things that I really liked about this was the house itself, right? Mm-hmm. Um, it's this really old, creepy mansion, right, that sits on top of this hill. And it seems like everybody can see it from, like, every window. Yeah. Uh, no matter what window you're looking out of, you can see that fucking creepy house. Um, Which is, like, yeah, I don't know. That's a great way to sort of physically build a sense of dread and like inescapability. Absolutely. Like I don't there's uh the original it doesn't go to great lengths to I don't know to make it like a like an ominous kind of place. Yeah. Um but yeah like the house just sitting there and people like people walk out into like the street and just like Nobody else is around. They're like the only one who's not a vampire. And they just like look up at that house and the house is just fucking sitting there staring back at them. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's real good. Yeah. What do you think of the kitchen scene in comparison to the <laughs> the one from the old one? <laughs> so in the original, um, what's uh, kid, Mark uh, Petrie's parents are sitting at the dinner table when uh, James Mason and that Nosferatu show up and the Nosferatu 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 <laughs> that's a boy Nosferatu yeah um, he just sort of like three stooges their the parents heads together and kills them just like bonks them bang. like two coconuts <laughs> yeah and uh, and then they die and then that's it um in this the father is already out of the picture dead perhaps yeah um and like another weird contemporization. Yeah. And the, the, so the mother is the only one left. Um, at this point, the son, uh, Mark Petrie has like, he's seen the vampires. He knows what's going on. He's been in the house. Um, he's got, he's like trying to, uh, I think he's trying just trying to like warn his mom and, uh, then Rutger Hauer shows up at the house and he's like crawling on the ceiling and he just grabs the mom's like hair, like right at the root of the scalp and spins her whole body around and the head stays in place. And it just like the whole body just spins and just breaks her right. It breaks her neck. Like just wraps it all around, like just twists her head. It's pretty fucked up. Yeah. Like and like they go back into the house like later on and the mom is like laying there and like her body is face down and the head is face up. Um pretty fucked up. Yeah. And pretty horrifying to see it's, your mom die like that, mommy. I think it I think it's much more effective than bonking two coconuts together, which is extra funny now knowing that that's what they were substituting. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, we, like, can't well, we can't really do, do that. that. How but... can we express that without showing it? Um, yeah. What about a little bit of Three Stooges? Yeah, yeah. So dumb. So, so how's this movie end? <laughs> this movie, uh, uh, it ends with most of the town becoming vampires. 
Like almost everybody that we see, even Dr. Fuck gets bitten when they're trying, they're fighting a vampire. He gets bitten and, uh, you know, he's eventually going to turn into one. Mm-hmm. Um, he ends up hey, falling you... through some stairs and dying. <laughs> but yes. Wait, he died as a vampire? No, I think he died as a human being. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, but he did die. He did die, yeah. He he did done get dead. Yeah. You check the records, you'll see that Dr. Fuck is in the ground. Yeah. Um. So this ends with them they kill um what's his name rucker hauer um it's daylight and they go down into like this little crawl space area where he is and i don't know i liked this scene too because uh, like rucker hauer's like in the coffin right he opens his eyes he's like awake and like talking to rob lowe but he can't do anything. Like he can't get out of the coffin because it's right. like daylight and it's bright out and shit. So he's kind of like helpless there. And then yeah. Rob Lowe just fucking stakes him. And he Hell thinks yeah. that by staking the head vampire that everybody else is going to go back to, uh, you know, being normal and stuff. But there's no going back. It's They're all just vampires. Once you start vamping, that's it, baby. Yeah, because yeah, he... No, no, go ahead. Nope. I was just going to say, he doesn't kill, what's her name? Samantha Mathis. Yeah. 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 Uh, because she's his love interest. And, yeah. Uh, they're like, what if, yeah. He says, like, what if they change back? Right. Yeah. Um, a, yeah. He finds theory. her. Right. They find her and she's dead. And they're like, all right, we got to kill her. And he's like, and at this point, they've killed like twenty or thirty people. Yeah, it's like a <laughs> and he's like, like a little shopping ooh. montage of them. <laughs> yeah, it's set to then, freeze frame by Jay Giles Band. Yeah, and then they get to her, and she he's like, ah, what if they turn back into people when uh, you know when they when we kill the head vampire? Um, and then we see her, we see her later on as a as a vampire. Her hair has like crimps in it which is strange <laughs> like a vampire um, yeah like a I 2004 know, there, uh, this scene right here between Rob Lowe and vampire uh, Samantha Mathis I thought that was kind of nice you know it wasn't like I don't know, they, they had like some sweet words for each other they're just like ah, I'm a vampire you're a human <laughs> like this you know, we could we could try to make it work, but oh man, this is gonna be more difficult than. Yeah, you know. I like that more than in the original Salem slot where she like where, where, where they're in Hard's South wife. America at the end. Yeah, yeah, and, yeah, and there's that stupid scene where they're having a conversation and she's got her eyes closed and it's just like, oh my god, oh. yeah. No, no, open your eyes. We know it's going to be vampire eyes. Open <laughs> yeah, your eyes. Yeah, just do it. We know. Yeah, come on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. And she's having a full conversation with her eyes closed. I'm like, no, no, no. We, this is weird. What you're doing is weird. We know you're doing a thing. It's a bit. We get it. Fucking, you know. And then she opens her eyes and, oh, I'm a vampire. Oh, I was not expecting that. I thought she yeah. was going to be wearing colored contact lenses. Yeah. Um, I I liked the... Um, that. What's it? The real estate guy. What's it? Larry Crockett. Um, yeah. 
his death because he's like he's the one who invited um uh you know rucker hauer to salem's lot right and vampires can't like come to town unless you invite them i guess i didn't realize that applied to state or to whole city city limits as well (laughs) yeah well it does uh, they, well, it's a real pain in the ass when they're traveling. They have to ask somebody when they're passing <laughs> through any town. Uh, that's too bad. You'll never see a vampire at that festival. No. Yeah. So, but he like the whole movie. He's kind of a shithead. Mm-hmm. And there's a fucking weird scene where he's like, he's molesting his daughter, right? Yeah. Like, I'm sorry to yawn through that, but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Uh, it, although at this point, we we have a case to be bored of uh, you know, yeah, sexual of, of assault. Sexual assault, sure. Yeah. Uh, no, there's a scene where she's like, she doesn't feel good. She's like sick, which means you know she's coming down with vampirism. Uh-huh. And uh, and he's like, you know, he's he starts the scene by being like a father and just being like, oh, you're not feeling good and whatever and blah blah blah. And she's like, you know, very sick. And then he starts like reaching down to like undo her shirt. And uh, and she's like, no, not now. Or something like that. Just really fucking ugh. Yeah. I, ugh. I don't know. It feels fucking gratuitous. It's because it's never addressed again. Yeah. Um, it's really fucking creepy for like a second. All it uh, really does, because his daughter is the one that the, the slow guy thinks is his girlfriend yes the one that she fucked to piss off her dad that's right all it does is sort of pay that off which not really and who cares yeah yeah so um yeah yeah, and then that there's that scene where uh crockett is he goes to the like the landfill and there's a a, just a shit ton of vampires there um (laughs) his daughter being one of them uh the uh, simple guy being one of them, not so simple anymore, more vampire. Um, and he's like, uh, you know, turn me into a vampire. You know, I'll, 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 I'll be in it. I'll do it. And they're like, nah, we're just going to eat you. And then they mm-hmm. just like all these vampires just like descend on him and, and just devour him. I like that. Yeah, that was, that was pretty good. Yeah. Yeah, then, no, uh, this movie's not bad. I just didn't like it. Oh yeah, and then we <laughs> the uh the scene in the uh the kitchen, right? Mm-hmm. In the original movie, right, there was this whole deal where um the vampire makes a deal with the priest, right? Uh his life for the kid's life. Um sort of do the same thing here where um he Rutger Hauer makes James Cromwell, uh, who plays the priest here, uh, drink his blood. Right. Yeah. So Cromwell becomes uh, a vampire. But like, like sort of. Right. It's, it's only sort of. He's like, yeah, it's like this weird half life. Yeah. He, I don't know if he's like just undead or something. So, I yeah, know. I I forget. They go into it in one of the Dark Tower books too, uh, but I can't remember because yeah, I definitely said on that episode that yeah. that character is in the Dark Tower. But yeah. so this whole movie is framed as Rob Lowe 
in the hospital telling retelling this whole story to uh, a nurse that's there and um so he's telling this whole story and um the nurse goes to check on james cromwell and <laughs> there's a, a pillow over his face and he's dead and what we find out is that uh little mark petrie um he's the killer he he did it and the nurse catches him and he lets him go and then roblo dies from his injuries and that's how the movie ends pretty with them pretty bleak yeah they kill all the vampires in town right or most of the vampires they just sort of leave town after that and they burn down the uh the house and then they uh, then they get James Cromwell. And they kill him, mm-hmm. and that's uh, that's, uh, that's pretty much that's, it. That's all she wrote, baby. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. Let's do some segments. Cool, Seggy. Oh, Weggies. that hurts my parts. Hey. Oh, <laughs> that hurts my parts. Oh, Tommy. Uh, before we even. Get into it. I meant I said Tommy. I meant Robbie. <laughs> Bobby Mamone. Yeah. Hey, Bobby Mamone. Oh, he's back. <laughs> hey, what? Bobby, what's your least favorite part of this movie? Ah, it's Bobby Mamone. Okay. Yeah, same. <laughs> <laughs> All right, get out of here, you scamp. All right. Bye, Bobby. <laughs> 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 uh, <laughs> always a treat having Bobby Mamone stop by. <laughs> uh, working actor Bobby Mamone, friend of yeah. the show. Uh, what What's hurt your, your parts? Oh, what hurt my parts? He says. Oh, <laughs> Dan, what hurt your parts? <laughs> Sorry, I'm not being fair. Uh, I can. Uh, all right. Obviously, number one is always sexual assault. Um, of course. If we have to pick a number two here, it's probably that part where uh, Rob Lowe found that dead dog like spiked on the fucking Ooh. gate there. Yeah. Always sad when a dog dies. Oh, that poor little pooch. Yeah, dead. The hard way. Yeah. I guess uh, I um, I didn't. <laughs> There's a moment in the beginning. There's a shitload of voiceover in the beginning. But when they're introducing Andre Brower. Um, yeah. I think they said this. I can't remember if it's because he's black or because he's gay, but they describe him as being uh, a handful of pepper thrown into a like a vat of salt, a bucket of salt. I'm like, oh, all right. I I think that's because he's black in like a predominantly white town. Yeah, I mean, either way, <laughs> I was like, I mean, it works, I guess, but also, what are you trying <laughs> to say? Yeah, yeah. So that was weird. Uh, I didn't like that Donald Sutherland looked like Santa either. I found it most distracting. Yeah. Um, all right. That's mm-hmm. good. Yeah, let's, let's do Danny. Move on. Let's do Danny! This is Danny, uh, <laughs> formerly formerly known as Shining Moments. Yeah. Do you, do you so, have yours uh, picked out? Uh, it's it's kind of tough. I, like I said, I liked this movie. I thought this was... Uh, uh, kind of fun. It was interesting. There, it was. I never felt like it was slow, uh, which is good. There was um, 
the scene where the who are the the brothers? What are the, the Glick boys? Right? Yeah. They um their mother is in the morgue, and there's a scene where she's like she's in the morgue. Um, she's got the sheet pulled over, right? And then like she pulls the sheet off of herself, and then like she does this move where she sort of like slides sideways off of the uh, the table, like a magic trick. Yeah, it's like a magic yeah. trick, right? But it looks like it's I don't know. She's just like bent over backwards and like looking upside down, um, which is just really weird. And yeah, it it's like it's not. <laughs> I mean, it's not much of anything, right? But it's also like that's a weird, interesting choice. Like, <laughs> mm-hmm. just I yeah. Don't know. Well, it's that's yeah. It's I think the movie is kind enough. of yeah. I think the movie is kind of full of moments that are like that, that are just like off enough, that are just that are like, ooh, this is this is a bit unsettling. Yeah, like a guy fitting into a vent that's a little too small for him to actually fit into. It's just like, right. Yeah, it's it's not so like far left of center that it it's like goofy yeah which i think is important in a vampire movie because like or or like any movie where the the monster is a monster yeah i think it's like something supernatural yeah i think this movie works uh for the most part as a horror movie like a heart like a you know a lot of these movies can be cheesy and uh you know they, they they try and go for something scary and it ends up being, you know, dumb and funny. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think this, for the most part, uh, just kind of lands. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's pretty good. I thought it was very... You know what's a shot I really liked is the vampire boy from behind the hospital curtain. Uh-huh. That was, that was a nice shot. Um, yeah, I like that. Yeah. I really, I'm going to, I think my shining moment will be the kitchen scene because it's such a vast improvement on the uh-huh. one from the first movie. And uh-huh. I, I just like, I don't know, that whole thing is like, I don't know, making someone drink vampire blood is such a, such a simple, obvious reversal of how things work that I don't know. I had not seen before or since. Yeah. Yeah. Oh man, I forgot. There's um, the, the Doctor Fuck, right? When it, when he does uh, get caught fucking that woman, uh, they get caught by the husband, right? And mm-hmm. he tries. He's extorting money from him. He wants ten thousand dollars from this doctor, and uh, you know he eventually gets the money. And when he goes back to their trailer to drop the money off, um we find out that she was in on it the whole time and you know, but also that the guy, the husband is very sick. He's going to be a vampire soon. And, mm-hmm. and so it's the guy, the vampire uh, who's going to be turning into a vampire, his wife. And then they have like a little baby and the doctor, like he, he takes the baby. Like he, he'll, he trades his car for the guy's shitty car just so he could take the kid out of mm-hmm. the the house because uh, you know they're just going to be vampires soon, right? I thought that that was like an interesting. It's just like I don't know, little like story, little moments kind of happening throughout this whole movie. That are, yeah, and like know, es- really good, especially because the groundwork they lay for that. I do think that's a payoff for the fact that like 
the woman he's having an affair with was like someone he used to date. Is that him or Rob Lowe? No, no, that's him. Yeah, that yeah. is him, right? And the whole time yeah. she's like, I should have I should have never left you or whatever. So then yep. the fact that he's like caring for her baby, it's a weird yeah. sort of Yeah, weird it it closes that loop in a in a nice way. Yeah. Yeah. Um all right. In the book I'm working on now, there's a spooky monster. King Tropes. King uh, Tropes what have we seen baby before. Simple guy. Yeah, simple guys. Hey, uh, you know, simple guys. Simple guys fucking. Lawnmower simple guys. Long, yeah, simple guys fucking. Oh, by the way, speaking of Lawnmower Man, there is a Lawnmower Man's director's cut. I know. That is, I I want to say an extra thirty to forty minutes long. That well, I think good. we're gonna have to do a bonus episode um, about that soon oh what are we gonna call that one um we've done hill of the king and pop Pop of of the the king King. um what's we're gonna have to think on this one yeah we'll have to figure that out um but we're we i mean it would be it would be a shame not to do that oh yeah i think we i think we gotta it'll be nice to check back in with larry angelo (laughs) <laughs> oh my god wait a sec Elsa just real quick going back to like one of my favorite moments in this movie when that uh, bus driver like towards the end when he uh, goes out to his bus or because he hears like some noises and maybe some kids so he goes out there with a baseball bat and there's a bunch of vampire kids there's like I don't know eight or nine vampire kids that just start like crawling out from behind the seats and like yeah. up on the, the the ceiling of the bus, and like oh, they're just like crawling towards the guy. That that was uh, oh yeah. Little creepy vampire kids are ugh, extra, extra yuck. <laughs> they, they you heard it here, the yuckies. <laughs> creepy little vampire kids are extra yuck. Yeah. Put it, so put, a, put it on a shirt. Put it on a shirt. What about uh, evil guys owning antique stores? Yeah, yeah, it's in there. It's in uh, there. What about what about? Uh, oh shit! What was I gonna say? I mean, if you want, mm-hmm. Kurt Barlow traveled a long distance just to die immediately. <laughs> yeah, he died pretty soon, pretty yeah. quick. Yeah. Um, um, and then obviously the entire plot of Salem's Lot is also sure, true now. Ugh, played out. Uh, yeah, writer character. Um, that's about it. I think that's all I got. Yeah, that's fine. Yeah. Um, cool. I think that right. brings us to uh, you know. Go ahead. Oh, jeez. Welcome to Where Was Slimer. Rob, did you see any Slimers in this movie? Uh, yeah, there was a there was a scene um, when Samantha Math- Mathis is uh, she's working the diner. Like, she's a waitress, right? Yeah. And yeah. she's serving. Like, Rob Lowe comes in. This is early in the movie. Uh, he's like, he just kind of rolls into town and gets lunch. Samantha Mathis is his waitress. They start, like, 
you know, flirting and talking and whatever. And if you look in the background, Slimer's back there eating a bunch of hot dogs. Oh, that's that's so weird because I missed that one. But mm. I did catch in that same scene um, the the big fat short order cook with the greasy apron is a Slimer. And he's wearing oh. one of those pointy little paper hats. Huh. Yeah. Uh, also, the uh, the bus driver is a Slimer. Okay. <laughs> from from Ghostbusters 2. Oh, we forgot to mention that. Yeah. Um, he's a Slimer with PTSD. He's a right. Slimer that fought in. Well, no, because Slimers don't have legs. So I don't think he could have been a Slimer. Oh, no, but that checks out because he's uh, he was in Vietnam, lost his legs, became a Slimer. Done. Oh, he di- that's right, because they say he died eating a hot dog or two. Right. Is Lieutenant Dan a Slimer by virtue of the fact that he has no legs? We'll never know. No, this is how we keep him coming back. <laughs> All right. Bring it on, Rob. They just cheated us! This isn't fair! This is Say It With Me, IMDb, where we compare our opinion of the movie against the average user's score on IMDb.com. 8,293 souls gave their opinion of this uh, film. More than I would have expected, but here we are. Uh, 6.2 out of 10 stars. What do you think? That's probably fair. I yeah. I was going to yeah, say 6.5. I think yeah, cause uh, it's like it's fine, but it's not especially good really except for like a couple moments. Yeah. Uh, you feel more positively about this than I do. Apparently by 0.3 stars. I might give it a flat 6. All right. All right. Yeah. I think um I don't know, there are things to like in the original movie for sure. Um but I don't know. I think if somebody wanted to watch Salem's Lot and they were like, which one am I, which <laughs> one is going to grab me? Which one is going to hold my attention? I would probably recommend this one. I would recommend Salem's Lot too. Uh, yeah. <laughs> but of course, yeah, if they were like, I want to watch an actual movie, not uh, not a fever dream. Yeah. Not, would, not a I, big old pile of gobbledygook. Not a vampire movie where a Nazi hunter shows up in the no. third act. Yeah. Remember that? Yeah. Famous uh, film director Sam Fuller, um, who he's directed a fair amount of movies that are in the Criterion Collection. <laughs> um, yeah. So, yeah. Yeah, no. So I, you say six. I say 6.5. All right. This should, yeah, and let's call the whole thing off. All right. This Show's should be the last episode. Over. Show's over. Uh, once again, uh, well, yeah, thanks for listening. Uh, want to remind you that we do have that Patreon. We'll have a link to that in the show notes, as yeah. well as a link to the uh, our page in the podcast store uh, so you can le- rate and review us. Five stars, please. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Rob, you got anything you want to discuss? Any business? Uh, guys, check out Introducing the First Appearance Podcast or uh, myself and past guest, Mark Henley. We talk about the first appearance of comic book characters. And uh, yeah, that's it. Yeah. Great theme song for that show. Great theme song. <laughs> I got to say it's a great theme song. 
Yeah. Um, yeah. I don't really have anything myself. Uh, follow me on Twitter at a simple machine. Mm-hmm. Uh, I got a tiny letter, a little newsletter that I send out sporadically. Tinyletter.com slash Dan Gagliardi, I think. That might Excellent. be Excellent. Right. Yeah. And uh, that's it. That's it. All right. Yeah. Uh, all right. And um, let's see. What's happening next week? Who could possibly know? I do. Mm-hmm. It's um, it's riding the bullet. Oh, wow. I don't know okay. what that one is. I think this is about a haunted roller coaster. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> I'm not kidding. I think that might be it. I mean, and it's that... either a roller coaster or a car, but I something in my memory is telling me it is a roller coaster. <laughs> no. We have Sorry, go on. No, no, we have uh riding the bullet next week and then the following week is the Mangler Reborn. Hell yes. Uh, by the way, yeah. uh, the bullet is a car. It is not a roller coaster, as I previously thought. And David okay. Arquette drives it, I believe. Ah, yeah. Talk about right. a scream mask. <laughs> well, and that'll do it. It will do it. Uh, right. So until next week, I'm yeah. Dan. I'm Gagliardi. Rob. <laughs> oh, good. <laughs> I'm Rob Avon. And, and to uh, that I say, Steve Stephen King. Stephen King. <laughs>